All right. They hire who they know. So with being out there and you know these live audiences, you just never know what you're gonna get. Mm -hmm. How do you handle hecklers? Oh, I give you a chance first. This is my policy. Not a chance, okay. I give you an opportunity. And I'll say something to you, I'll respect you and say, hey, could you quiet down because there are people are here to, you know, to enjoy a show. Okay. After like the second or third time, then I'm, it's, it's time to let you have it. So you be so, And the reason why, so you can shut up and everybody else can enjoy the show. Yeah. They didn't come to see us go back and forth. They came to see a professional show. So I go, I take care of you. Now I got to fire off you know, a few things. So you make the show about them. Exactly, about exactly, exactly. <laughs> And then once they shut up, it's time to get back to the show. And that, that's how I handle help. So, and you know, sometimes, depending on the type of help, sometimes you have a hype just that's so drunk and yes. he's so, what I do, I play into him and make him feel loved and I'll make him feel like he's a part, I'll make him feel like he's a part of the show. Yeah, he's he got to the ego so they can shut up. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much, and that's exactly what I do with those types of things. That works, that works. Now, you know, we have that person that's in the office right now that no one likes, but that's neither here nor there. My question is, if you were to run for president and won, what would your acceptance speech sound like? Oh my god. Well, I just want to say that I'm going to lower everything just for a little while. Gas will be five cents. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Everybody, everybody, look, uh, just right now, everybody, there will be more affordable housing. Mm -hmm. um, well, what else? I mean, pretty much everything we've been wanting to do. That would be my, my speech. I would say everything we've been wanting to do. Free health care. Yeah, free, <laughs> exactly. Free, absolutely free. I'm sick of Kaiser. Please, I'm sick of y'all. I really am. Don't, don't give me another bill. Well, anyway. <laughs> well, that has been another episode of Candy Kisses TV. Shout out to your Instagram and how they can find you. That's Trey Williamson. T-R-E-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S-O-N. Facebook the same, just put an accent over the E. Now, how would I say that? How about that? <laughs> it's Trey Motherfucking Williams. T R E W I L L I A M. Hey, and I'm telling you right now, look, if you don't put the M S O N on it, you you motherfucking crazy. It's all about a motherfucking song. <laughs> and that's it, y'all. Stay tuned. Enjoying this podcast? We appreciate you listening and can't do it without you. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and tune in every Sunday, Monday, and Thursday. We're dropping new episodes at 11 a.m. every week. And guess what? Not only can you listen to us, you can watch us too by subscribing to Candid Kisses TV on YouTube. Go ahead and do it right now. And one more thing, if you feel it in your heart, go ahead and click the donate button. I ain't gonna be mad at you. We appreciate you listening. <laughs> See you next time. It's the Jill of All Trades, Michelle C, a.k.a. DJ Make a Move. She cute. Your host of Candid Kisses TV everywhere you need to be. <laughs> and if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candy kisses blown away. Candy kisses TV for tomorrow today. Man, throw that auto tool on that bitch. That you sound like Teddy Payne. Hi, this is Kim Cole. And you are rocking with Candy Kisses TV. It's your boy Talent, baby. We're chilling. Candy Kisses TV. With my girl Michelle C. Don't take a personal. Man from the fifth floor in the ATL, chilling with Candy Kisses TV. What's up, y'all? You're watching Candy Kisses TV with my whole girl, Michelle. Hello there. Have you asked yourself what you're missing? I have. It's Candy Kisses TV. <laughs> Right, it is Chelsea with another episode of Candy Kisses TV. I'm everywhere you need to be, and I'm here with the one and only Trey Williams. 
Alright, and you just went viral. How does it feel? It feels absolutely amazing. It feels like, you know, I, I see here. Okay, here we go. Here's the light at the end of all the work. I've, been, I've always I've, I commit to and dedicated to put into this now. I'm just excited. And now the, the, the additional work uh, begins now because now I'm under a microphone. You know, all these eyes are on me now. So to, uh, and they're waiting for me to deliver more good comedy. So I'm going to some of your, um, your impersonation, the one that just went viral live. But you do a couple of them. Favorite or most requested? Um, well, you know, the thing is, uh, what's crazy, you want to know one little fun fact? I didn't even, uh, impressions wasn't, wasn't the thing I wanted to get a pinnacle of what I did, but it's just something I knew I could do. My favorite is probably uh, Pops Witherspoon. Okay, okay. You're doing Pops Witherspoon. You got to talk like this because it's moving his hands, moving his eyes. Yeah, boy. So it's just like it's a whole bunch, a lot of things going on. So, yeah, so that's, that's, that's a fun one. I mean, so, and I like to always show him in, in my comedy. When you see my live show, you notice I don't do that until the end because it's very important to me, too. To, yeah, exactly. To not grab myself as much a person who does impersonations. You know, I also sing, have my own distinctive personality, and I try to make sure that's more of a thing of, hey, I can do this. Honestly, well. And it's a gift. It's a gift from God. And on Canada TV, we have to talk loud because they don't see we record and they don't care. But it's all good because we are filming right now. <laughs> so, when did you know that you were funny? Honestly, in the fourth grade. I was, okay. when, I was in, when I was nine years old, I, I said something I knew I was funny. Around the sixth grade, I knew when to say something, so I knew I discovered early on that I had timing. The ability to do impersonations, I was five. When I was five years old, I could listen to something on TV and begin imitating it. So you probably I began to, I can't sing. Uh-oh. Look at that. Go on here, no. Go on here. Go on here, that note. You know you want to hit it. This happens to be a day my throat is hurt, but I'm going to do a little something. I'm going to do a little something. Did you hear me on stage tonight? I did, but... Did you hear me now? I'm saying, though, you ain't got a little bit of Luther or nothing. Let me see. <laughs> but I hold them together. Oh God, let me get a little. I'm trying, I'm trying. Hold them. See, I'm trying to think of something I can get you right now. What's up? I probably have to do my falsetto. That's all right. Go ahead with the dream. <laughs> if y'all know, she's a fun. This is she's a funny person too. She's a funny person. Okay, let me see. Let me see. What's the song? Okay. Uh, First laugh, and I was ready to go after that. And then after that, actually, I don't, I don't think I was nervous anymore after that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, that was good. Yeah. So, a lot of guys always talk about their favorite male comedian. I don't never really hear y'all giving the shout out to the females. Who's your favorite female comedian? Coco Brown. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, well, what do you like about her comedy? Uh, that she's versatile. She talks about a little bit of it all. She doesn't, I, bugs me a little bit to see a female comic lean on. Uh, oh, uh, excessive sexual humor. Yeah. She, Coco Brown, they talks about it all. Yeah, that's what I like about her. She's just powerful. She's just as powerful as the guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. First time I saw Coco Brown, I had to walk out of the room because I never, I ain't no woman could do anything like that. That was amazing. Hey, well, and she happens to be a close friend of mine, but that's not what ended up. But, but then I didn't know, I didn't, we didn't know each other at all. So, okay. Yes. Mm. So you can make that good relationship. That yes, 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 yes. All right, now, so far in your career, 
what has been the hardest lesson you have had to learn in the entertainment industry thus far? Well, that's a great question. The hardest lesson to not to know that it's not uh, nothing's personal. When you hear no, it's for many reasons. It's for many reasons. It's things like you begin to learn the. It, I I would say learning that it's about who you know, as opposed to trying to. I mean, you want to follow all the protocol, right. and I do that. I'm a very a systematic person. I'm very. Uh, um, I follow regimens and things like that. But the, when you realize how much of it is because of who you know and all that, mm -hmm. you realize so much. The relationship is probably the most important part well, as far as moving people. forward. Yeah. All so, the time, it's not who you know; it's who knows you. Yes. You can know everybody, but if they don't know you, it don't matter. Exactly. <laughs> so. That you said you said so that was that was the biggest that was probably the longest lesson because I, I was doing everything I'm like oh I got this I got my headshots I got the talent I'm doing everything and I realized that how important that was. Yeah, because I'm like I don't know like you might be the dopest comedian of all time, mm -hmm. but they don't know you. They're like in fact we don't exactly. <laughs> absolutely. Hey you. Hit the subscribe button right now and tune in every Sunday, Monday, and Thursday at 11 a.m. And while you're there, go ahead and click that donate button. I ain't going to be mad at you. <laughs> now back to your regular scheduled program, Candy Kisses TV. That's your typical interview, y'all.